Thank you, and welcome. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and President of BBB Western Ontario. And Ask BBB is a program that gives consumers information from businesses they can trust. Today, we'll learn about BBB's Business Integrity Award, how to nominate a company that you feel is an example of a company that does business with honesty, trust, and integrity. We're looking for businesses that conduct their affairs in alignment with the Better Business Bureau's mission of advancing trust in the marketplace. The chair of the Business Integrity Awards Committee, Asad Eldik, will be our guest. One of last year's Business Integrity Awards finalists was Studio H Artists Group. And Heather Wenman will join us to reflect on the year since their nomination. And we'll also learn how Studio H became the first environmentally friendly salon in London. And our very own Ashley Castleman, BBB Communications Manager, will help us understand ransomware and what to do to protect ourselves. So welcome to Ask BBB. And it's a pleasure to welcome Heather Wenman of Studio H Artist Group to Ask BBB. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Heather, I kind of feel like I'm going to be on the sidelines for a lot of the conversation this morning pertaining to hair, fashion, skin care. Um, You look like you have hair and skin and fashion. (laughs) Well, I'm not so sure about the fashion part, and the hair is getting to be a whole lot less, but maybe we can expand on that. Uh, Besides making your clients look and feel better, Heather, you also work to make the environment better. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Well, that's been an amazing journey to make the um, salon environment, the work environment for uh, professionals in our salons, and to make his or her experience better. It has been a journey for a few years for me now. Um, We conscientiously are aware of how much product we use, how much product goes into the drains, and we don't take our empty colored tubes or anything to the road. We work with a program called Green Circle Salons, and that is now um, worldwide. But I was at the starting of this a few years back, and I'm now an international a spokesperson for Green Circle Salon. So some of the things we do is we recycle all hair trimmings. Every little hair that's cut from any of our clients is taken away to be used in another form. Uh, one of the forms would be to be shredded up into uh, fabric that it, when mixed with another uh, material makes furniture stronger mm. than fiberglass. Another th- way that the hair is used is in landscaping to help with the fields to make sure that the the soils stay um, nice and loose. And a third way that I'm really impressed with personally is that they're ra- the hair is wrapped up into nylons by um, paid volunteers from other countries, and it is bound very, very tight and used to protect drinking water. So they use it in the bottom of volcanoes for volcanic ash to keep the water more safe for others. So it's a global, a global gesture that we're doing. And in home, what we do every day is we make sure that we're not using any extra liquids or materials or harsh chemicals and things to help with the environment. And we recycle and repurpose in containers and they go away every week with a truck that picks that up. So Heather, what made you decide to change your salon to be so environmentally friendly? Well, Linda, that's a very personal question, and I will answer it by saying that after 20 years a colorist and really having some health issues that I could not pin, and I had some 
you know, medical concerns with digestion and things, I was lucky to be asked to be on a team to test some hair color. And that hair color today is called Inawa. And that Inawa color is innovative. It took more than two decades for it to come out with L'Oreal Professional. I started using the color in my own salon as a test. And I went to Montreal as a team um, to see how we could perfect this in the salon and change hair color for many from many, many years of using color with ammonia and perfumes. And I can honestly say that my health got better and everything went away and I could keep it hidden, but I would definitely say that today, you know, and that's now another 10 years later, (laughs) I'm really, really happy because I'm now an ambassador to make a healthier environment for stylists, colorists, clients, and the universe. Is that product exclusive to your salon or is it being adopted by some others now? Oh, there's 7,000 salons in Canada that are L'Oreal Professional Salons. We're advocating all salons to come on board with using Inua and ammonia-free colors. And we're not the only brand that has done this. It was in semi-permanent colors before. It was the permanent color line, which is the mass of our color clientele that we had an issue with for many years. And all of the brands are starting to look towards that and customers are Googling salons and service when they come to make sure that they have uh, a color that's going to be health as healthy as they possibly can. Even my own mother came back to hair color because she used to have to take uh, medication just to have a hair color because it was itchy for her. So it's made other people very comfortable. Uh, now, what are some of the services that you provide in the salon? Obviously, hair color. Absolutely. Hair color is one and we are a full service color salon, but we also for him and her are professional hair care and grooming center. We do everything from lasering, threading, medical skin care. We have uh, two separate businesses adjacent each other. We take care of um, all forms of hair design updo. We do all kinds of um, different styles of hair cutting. We use editorial, our editorial work in our portfolio to help show what kind of work we do. And we also have our own makeup line. It's all Pabeth free. So we do work with products like Declayor from Paris that are, you know, using aromatherapy bases and that. So everything we do, whether it's skincare, hair care, medical skincare, or makeup or men's grooming and barbering, we make sure we're conscientious of what we put in our bottles and what we definitely sell the clients. So my assumption that I would be on the sidelines here was totally wrong because you little do bit. men as well. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Well, yes, it, actually, we uh, we create um, about thirty percent of our clients are men, which is twenty percent higher than the average ten years ago in beauty salons. You know, it sounds as though you could write a book about some of this. Oh, I plan to. <laughs> right, Heather Winman of uh, Studio H. Uh, artist group. Thanks very much for being with us this morning. Time has just flown by, but it's been really interesting to hear about some of the new products and and the whole idea of being green in uh, in the beauty business. Thank you for having me on, and it's nice to make a difference. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Integrity Awards. And in fact, Studio H Artist Group was a finalist in the Integrity Awards last year. And uh, we're going to find out uh, about this year's Integrity Awards when we're joined by the chairman, Asad Eldik. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Ask BBB. And we're going to be talking about BBB's Business Integrity Awards. We had hoped that 
Asad Eldik, who is the chair of the Integrity Awards um, Committee, would be able to join us. But unfortunately, he has uh, come up against an emergency and uh, can't be here with us in the studio. But we do have a couple of people in the studio who are familiar with the Business Integrity Awards, the CEO of BBB, Linda Smith, and uh, Ashley Castleman, who is the communications manager. So I think we can probably handle most of the information about the Integrity Awards. Agreed, folks? Agreed, Jim. All right. Well, the nominations are open, um, and the awards are not announced until November, but the deadline for uh, nominations is June 30th, and that's not very far away. Um, The businesses uh, have an opportunity, once they're nominated, to complete the uh, presentation. Uh, And just being nominated says a lot about a company, I think. Let's just um, review what the criteria for nomination is. Uh, what's what's the Business Integrity Award all about? Jim, uh, presented annually since 1998, the Better Business Bureau Business Integrity Awards honors companies who demonstrate best practices in leadership, character, and high standards of organizational ethics that benefit their customers, employees, suppliers, shareholders, and communities. The award embodies the Better Business Bureau mission of advancing trust in the marketplace. The vision of BBB is to create an ethical marketplace where buyers and sellers can trust each other. Our mission to be the leader in advancing marketplace trust is accomplished by creating a community of trustworthy businesses, setting standards for marketplace trust, encouraging and supporting best practices, celebrating marketplace role models, and denouncing substandard marketplace behavior. Yeah, it's been going on since 1998, and I know that uh, just being in London, knowing about the Business Integrity Awards, it's always been a big event, and it's gotten to be more and more so. Is there going to be anything different in this 2018 or 2017 version? Well, it's the 20th year, and this year what's special is that we've brought the award criteria in in alignment with the Better Business Bureau North America Torch Awards. So what that means is the recipients of our awards will be eligible for nomination uh, in the international program that celebrates uh, trust in businesses in Canada, U.S., and Mexico. So some of these companies that uh, are nominated and win here could be examples of integrity and trust in the marketplace for all of North America. Uh, that's that's really significant, I think. All right. Well, who's eligible, folks? Uh, the business, the Better Business Bureau Business Integrity Awards are open to all for-profit businesses in Western Ontario. Nonprofit organizations are not eligible for this award. So, what are some of the criteria for the award then? Well, we have uh, high ethical standards of behavior towards customers, suppliers, users, shareholders, employees, and communities in which they do business, a history and reputation of ethical practices in the marketplace, including acknowledgement by their peers, marketing, advertising, communications, and sales practices, which reflect a true presentation of what is being offered in the marketplace. Uh, communicate to and train employees in carrying out ethical principles, have have been actively in business for the past five years in the Better Business Bureau of Western Ontario's geographic service area and show no evidence of failure to meet financial obligations. All right. So what would make a business 
ineligible. Um, so there's a few things for, that would make a company ineligible, um, such as they've been in business less than three years. Uh, they have earned less than a B rating from the Better Business Bureau. There's indications they have not met their financial obligations. Um, we, The independent pa- panel that judges all the entries will go over um, either financial statements or letters from banks, and that's how they can judge that. Um, or if you've been a recipient of a BBB Business Integrity Award in the past three years, um, you can't qualify until that time period has passed. Okay, so how does the nomination process work? I know it makes for a busy time in the office. I've it seen does. <laughs> a little bit of that. Um, but just how how does it uh, take place then? Well, um, it starts when we open our nomination process in May. Anybody can nominate a business, whether it's your employee, a friend of the company, um, one of your clients, or even yourself. Uh, if you feel that you embody these um, qualities in a company, uh, you can be nominated for, for one. Uh, so once we receive the nominations um, and the nomination period closes at the end of June, uh, that's when the uh, entry period begins. This is when we send an entry form to the companies who have been nominated. So it's really when the hard work starts for those companies. Um, we have training clinics that we uh, put on to uh, help the businesses create a really strong and, and engaging uh, entry. Um, the winners are decided by an independent panel of judges um, from different um, s- sectors, and they decide on who the um, winners and finalists are. I know from last year's experience when we interviewed some of the, the nominees, they talked about the process being very enlightening within their own company because they discover a lot about what they've been doing and when they go to document it, that it's uh, quite a, a beneficial they, exercise they, for them internally. They can, especially for companies that have been around a long time, 20, 30 years. It's a great way for them to really reflect on how they got there and how they've built their company to get to the point that, that it is today. So what what advice do we give businesses who've been nominated well, just because uh, you might not win the first time doesn't mean you might not win next year. We've had um, two companies in the past where they've been um, a finalist two or three times until they win this uh, prestigious award. So the never give up. Keep on trying. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, and once again, the deadline for nominations is the end of... June. So June 30th um, at midnight is when the nominations will close. Uh, you can either make the nomination online on our website at bbb.org or you can email me at ashley at westernontario.bbb.org. And if you have any questions, uh, give our office a call at 519-673-3222. All right. So we hope there will be lots more nominations and keep you very, very busy, Ashley. And when we come back, Ashley will be front and center as we talk about ransomware. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and president of BBB Western Ontario. And we welcome BBB Communications Manager Ashley Castleman to Ask BBB. Welcome again, Ashley. Good morning. A major ransomware attack was unleashed worldwide last month, infecting at least 75,000 computers in 99 countries, according to preliminary reports. The ransomware locked computers and networks using file encryption software and demanded payment by Bitcoin, a non-traceable, 
cryptocurrency to release the data. Well, is this something that affects um, consumers and businesses, Ashley? How does it typically work? The attack typically enters through a phishing email and then spreads to other machines on the same network by exploiting a a vulnerability in your operating system, such as uh, Windows. Hmm. Um, Microsoft did discover um, a vulnerability and released a patch in March, uh, but many computers users do not regularly update their operating systems, and they miss the critical repair. Hmm. How can we protect ourselves from such an attack? Um, Well, don't click on links from unfamiliar sources. Even if you think you know the sender, be cautious about clicking on links and emails. Uh, When in doubt, delete it. Um, Be especially wary of messages requiring you to act quickly, such as from banks, um, credit unions, things like that, uh, when they ask for personal information or threaten you in any way. Because it probably isn't that bank or or credit union. Uh, How can we differentiate between someone we know and an email that's spoofing them? Well, the best thing to do is to hover over any links and then um, at the bottom of your browser, it'll show the true link. Um, so if the email is supposed to be from your mother and her email is um, mother at hotmail.com, it will show you an unfamiliar email instead. So instead of showing you that email, it'll have a random email at gmail.com instead. So if we receive a phishing email, what should we do? Either delete it or mark it as junk. Um, If you receive one that's from the bank, um, Canada Revenue, uh, PayPal, go to their website. They usually have a phishing section where they have a team that investigates it. um, So they'll ask you to send that information to them. Uh, That way they can investigate it. All right. Now, you mentioned earlier that uh, Microsoft had issued a patch for that uh, vulnerability that Mm -hmm. was there. Is there anything else besides keeping our our software up to date when that uh, update comes through? Is there anything else that we can do uh, ahead of time? Well, the best thing is to keep your machines clean. So this means preventing infections by updating critical software as soon as these patches uh, come into place Mm -hmm. or new operating systems, uh, the new versions are available. Um, This includes mobile mobile and other internet-connected devices such as tablets. Uh, Don't just ignore the updates as many of us do. I know I'm guilty of Mm -hmm. just say, remind me tomorrow. But the sooner you do these updates, the more secure you'll be. So what about passwords? Always use uh, strong authentication, um, which means it's requiring more than a username and passwords to access accounts, especially critical networks, uh, to prevent access through stolen or hacked credentials. When possible, use two-factor authentication. Um, So this means either a thumbprint or they text you a code that you have to put in if you're logging in from an unfamiliar device. Um, But for passwords in general, you're going to want to make your passwords better and stronger. Uh, In case where passwords are still used, uh, you want to require long, strong, unique passwords, um, which makes it harder for your accounts to be hacked. Um, But when I say strong passwords, you're going to want to use at least eight characters, include a variety of uh, small case, uppercase symbols and numbers. Um, The adding all these together makes it a lot stronger. So it's it's a lot harder for them to guess. And harder for us to remember. Yes. But, but, you know, make sure that you write them down, put them someplace that only you can find Mm -hmm. too, eh? 
Now, does backing up our systems help any of this? Uh, Yes. Conducting regular backups of your systems will save you a lot of headaches in case anything happens. Um, I've known I've had uh, phones that have crashed and then I didn't back them up. So it's always a pain trying to get that information back. So this is the same type of idea. If your phone or your computer gets hacked, uh, that way you can just recover it through a backup and you don't lose your photos and all that personal information that you have on there. Um, Because systems can be restored in case of ransomware and having a current backup will definitely speed up that process. So, Ashley, you mentioned this can happen to both consumers and businesses. Is there anything extra businesses should be doing? Businesses need to take special precautions when it comes to protecting their customers' information, such as using uh, secured websites when collecting it and having protections in place of how to destroy the information when it's no longer needed. Ashley Castleman, thank you very much for being part of our program on this side of the mic this time. (laughs) Ashley's also our program producer. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. So until next time, remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.